welcome to Hope in Struggle. I have a treat for you today. Now, if you're wondering, first of all, when this audio begins, if it sounds a little different, you're wondering, why does this sound different? This is audio that we've taken from a video that Brock Johnson and I did at a thing called Marketing Impact Academy. Marketing Impact Academy is an amazing business event. It's like a seminar. Many people do it online and from home, but you can actually go and see it live where Brock Johnson and I were asked by Shalene Johnson on Sunday morning to do a little worship time. Now, it ended up being more of just a speaking time with Brock and I, but I wanted to share it with you. It's just So amazing. But before I get into it, I will definitely let you know how to find Brock Johnson. Yes, Brock Johnson happens to be Shalene and Brett's son, but Brock has made quite a name for himself. And while he's doing amazing with his business, you can find him on Snapchat as Brock 11 Johnson, actually across all social media platforms, but he has a podcast and it's called Social Media Money Makers. He has amazing interviews, but he's just so smart. And it's like everything I can do not to call him like he's the smartest kid because he's not a kid anymore. I met him first, I think when he was eight, but he is now a big college boy. See, that even sounds bad, but he has his own thing. He's so cool, but I have to give you just a little bit of background. When I met Brett and Shalene Johnson, I wanted to work for them. At that time, I didn't know them well, but I soon over the years grew to know them better and had a really cool God-driven time when we were snowboarding in Utah Um, where Brett asked about a book I was reading and it was actually a Bible study. He didn't grow up in church. Um, Shalene knew about it. She was a Christian at the time, but it wasn't in the forefront of their life, I would say. And on that day, Brett said, now, what is this? What is, what is the big deal with this? And so Lee sitting next to me, I just said, well, here's the foundation of our faith. I told him about Jesus and how he died on the cross and rose again. And, you know, if we believe, you know, that to be true and seek it out, you know, we'll be saved. And I certainly used more words than that, but he just, you know, he, you could tell he was listening, but he was kind of like, yeah, whatever, you know, whatever. And then a friend of ours, Monica came back in from a run and he repeated verbatim to her what I had just said. And I was of course crying, trying to not let him know I was crying. And that was a really cool link in the chain, a really cool, just, you know, drop in this bucket that God was doing in his life. And on a trip to Maui, my husband Lee had the great pleasure of not only baptizing Brett Johnson, Brock's dad, but then Brett and Lee together baptized Brock in the Pacific Ocean in Maui. It was beautiful. The sun was rising. It wasn't hot yet, but it wasn't cold either. It was such a beautiful, glorious day. And God ah, just gets all the glory. And the reason I bring that up is because yes, Brock was at MIA to talk about his business and how to use, you know, Snapchat and how to use Instagram better. But when Shalene asked me to speak, she said, do you want a co-pilot? I said, I would love to have Brock because he is just such an amazing man of God. And that being said, you're going to see that in this particular podcast, but thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Please follow social media moneymakers and what a good work God has done. And I just want that to encourage you. Never let a word go unsaid. If you feel you should say something, just say it. God's going to help it be received. Even if you feel like it's so dorky how you said it, 
just say it. Have the guts. That little small voice in your head is telling you to do something. It's prompting you to do it. Do it. Just say it because you never know what God's going to do with that. All right, you guys, let's get into this particular podcast. I can't wait. Now, remember the setting. We're on stage at this big, you know, uh, seminar, business seminar. And I prayed over and over again, God, what is the topic? What can we talk about? What will be relative? What if someone's not a believer? What, What would be good for them to hear about this? And he gave me the word stewardship. Let's get into this. And just how full circle all of this has come, I should stand on the side too, has come um, with just being able to share our faith and to share the really, really awesome foundation of why we do what we do and what we believe. And this is by no means anything, if you're not sure what you believe or, or you're not used to do this, it's so like not churchy and we won't push anything on you other than the information that we think is so relevant to share with you today. Can we start with a prayer? Brock, you want to start or you want me to start? Uh, Sure, I'll start. I'll start. Uh, Dear Lord, we'd just like to thank you for gathering us together this morning and throughout this weekend. Thank you for allowing us to listen to all these great speakers on stage and also connect with each other in the audience. We ask that you allow us to grow in our faith this morning, throughout this weekend. And personally, Mindy and I ask us that you use us as vehicles to let your light shine uh, and speak your word this morning. And Lord, I also want to pray a very dangerous prayer this morning, which is that you use me and you use every one of us in this audience for your plan and for your greater good. In the Lord's name I pray. Amen. Amen. <laughs> I like looked at you for a second. I don't know if you're like pointing at me to let go. Well, awesome. Welcome. So if you, if you have your Bibles, we're going to use them. But if you don't, it's no, totally no big deal. So when, before Celine even said, would you maybe want to do this? I had already been praying and I mentioned it to my husband. I'm like, maybe we'll get to do something. Because he and I prayed one morning, it's like two or three years ago. Was anyone here that year? No? Anyway, yeah. So like, she's just like, would y'all want to pray this morning? And I'll do it. I was like, yeah. And he was like, yeah. And we did our typical how we pray, which I'm like, blah, 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 blah. And he goes, meh, meh, meh. And then everybody was like, yeah. And I'm like, and it, which is the perfect example of how I think a lot of our relationships are. Because I heard y'all talk yesterday, right? When he was probably like, oh. The other one's like the chill. <laughs> so when I was best talking with him, I was like, wouldn't it be so cool that, you know, you have to wait to be asked. You know, this may not be the place, but in case. So the very next day she texts me, would you be willing to do something? And I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, I think I'm, I might. Let me think about it. <laughs> no, of course, I was already on board. I was already praying about topics. And so she said, would you maybe want a co-pilot? And I'm like, for real? He goes, who? And I'm like, well, so many great people. That would be awesome. I go, what about bra? And, uh, and she's like, let me ask. And he said, yes. Did that scare you at all? No, it didn't scare me. I was, I was very, very excited. Very, very excited. More excited probably for this morning than yesterday. Um, if I can be totally honest. I mean, we're kind of in church. So You're not in overalls. So. I know, I'm not in overalls. i got to be honest. Um, very, very excited. And uh, actually, your husband, Lee, was the one who baptized me and my father together on the same morning um, in the ocean of Hawaii. That was... That was very So cool. So cool. I I, share that really quick. And I think that's where everyone should be baptized, by the way, because that's, I mean, when the wave's crashing, like, they can barely stand up. <laughs> dunk him and, oh, go back. I'm like, that's so awesome. It was like sunrise, too. It was, it was oh, awesome. sunrise. It was perfect. 
So, so that night I started praying. I was just like, oh, give me a word, God, let me know what to talk about. I want to talk about something that's real relatable and, and that's going to be impactful and something that's like meaningful. And he gave me, like I was just sleeping and I went, that's it. And I texted him about it. He was like, oh, I think that's great. Let me look into it. So I want to share with you a term that you may have heard in church that typically revolves around money. And that is not what this term means. It's, it's one of the factors of this term. But we're going to talk this morning about stewardship. Do you want to talk a little bit about what stewardship is? Yeah. Uh, so stewardship, you text me and you were like, hey, so do you know what this is? It's okay. I'm good. Hey, do you know what this is? And I was like, yeah, I know what it is. So then I, and then I really found out what it is. I uh, did a little bit more praying, a little bit more researching, uh, and basically stewardship is the idea of, of we're given so much and what we do with that information. It's kind of like the responsibility uh, that we have with what we're given, uh, you know, these blessings that we're, that we're given that come from God and what we do with those blessings. That's the idea behind stewardship. It, it is. And I mean, the actual definition is, ba is basically the job of supervising or taking care of what you have. And what we have, you guys, is why we're going to spread this, you know, stewardship all over is our relationships. It's our houses. It's our bodies. It's our money. It's what we do with this weekend. It's what we do with every opportunity. Every opportunity not only includes like, oh, how can this be an opportunity for me? Every opportunity to witness to our children. Every opportunity to have some downtime. Like, I don't know about you moms, but that car, I, I have a locked captive audience. Anybody else? I mean, I'm getting them, my kids are like, oh, kind of banging their heads. I'm like, okay, so you know, someday. And they're like, mom. And I don't care. It's an opportunity that I'm not going to squander. And stewardship is that in every form. So right now in your life, everything that you have, everything that you are overseer of is your responsibility. And you are either a good steward or a not so good steward. <laughs> I need like a desk. There's going to be papers flying out. That's just how I roll. So what are your thoughts on that, Brock? I think you're spot on with that. I think uh, oftentimes, yeah, when we hear stewardship, we think about money. Um, and also money in church is kind of like, a, like people don't always like to talk about it. Um, but actually one of the biggest topics in the Bible is our money and what we do with it. And more than that, even stewardship is more than just our money. It's but uh, the information we learned this week and the influence and impact of that's Sean Cannell for you, the influence and the impact with online video. Uh, that influence and impact, it's your responsibility um, as a faith believer to spread that, spread the good news, spread the, spread even just the knowledge you're learning this weekend and share that with others. It's your responsibility uh, to kind of be a leader in that, in that respect. And one of the reasons I thought stewardship was so cool would brought to my mind because some of us can be complete personal development junkies. Yeah. We can go to these events over. I mean, I love going to these police. I mean, the, the hair decision alone is half the fun. I mean, what, sh what am I going to wear? I mean, please. That makes me, when, uh, when Nicole said, I got to go brush my wig out, I'm like, oh, God, I like her so much. <laughs> I like her so much. But it's like, I want to go to these things because it's fun and we get energy. It's exciting. I can see some of my favorite people, you know, my whole life. But if I go home, we go home and do nothing with it. I mean, that's a level of stewardship that is not going to take us to the next level, and it's not, I believe, what God intends. So stewardship is everything. Just kind of go through what everything is, even the things you do not like. Stewardship is how well you take care of your things, how well you take care of anything in your responsibility. Some of the other terms for the person that's a steward is a caretaker. Of course, that made me think, I talked to Brock, that made me think of like, like someone digging a grave, sorry. 
But like, I'm like, that's, that's supposed to be funny. Obviously that wasn't. Um, caretaker, you know, overseer, manager. And usually someone who's a really, really good steward of the opportunities they have and the things that they know and they've seen, they're rather sacrificial. I mean, if you want to put that in the mom and, the mom and, and dad terms, think of all the stuff we don't do because of our kids. Think of all the stuff we do because of our children. But it, it goes well f farther than that. So I want to share some scriptures with you too. Brock, why don't you share the one you had, which uh, is awesome. Which one, which one do you want? Um, you want to do the Matthew one? Uh, for sure, yeah. So uh, this is actually from Matthew 25. Yes. Uh, Matthew 25, right around verse 28. And uh, we were talking backstage. I love reading like the Message Bible or the children's Bibles because I, I love I love the, the smooth uh, kind of translation there. Like it puts it in in terms that I can very easily understand. And that's for everyone, you guys. Children, that doesn't mean yeah. Yeah, like I'm not a kid. Like, no, read it. It's so much yeah, easier yeah, yeah. to get. Yeah, but basically to summarize what the story of Matthew 25 says. Uh, it's a parable, and it's uh, this man was believing, and he gave coins, uh, which the actual term for that back in the day was leadership. He gave leadership to uh, three of his servants. He gave one of them five coins, one of them two coins, and he gave the third one one coin. He gave them each coins based off of um, based off their skill they already had. The man who received five coins invested those five coins, probably into Bitcoin, and then. <laughs> I knew that was coming for some reason. So and then when, uh, when his master returned, he, he gave him the ten coins. He said, look, you gave me five. I invested the five, and now we have ten. Then he, gave, he, then he came to the man who he gave three coins, or two coins, excuse me. He said, I invested the two coins, and it, it doubled. Now we have four coins, and he gave him the four coins. He gave, he, then he came to the man with who he only gave one coin to, and he said, how many coins do you have? He said, I have the one coin, because I know that you're a, you're a very stern uh, master, you're very strict, and so I, I, I didn't want to lose your money, so I buried it. And I, I, I kept it to myself. I buried it and I protected the coin. And here's your one coin back. And basically, uh, the master said, are you serious? Like, I gave these guys five, they invested it. I gave this guy two, he invested it. I gave this guy one, and you buried it? That's the, you did less, it literally says in the Master Bible, you did less than the least. You were given this information uh, you were given this point, uh, this inf this uh, leadership position. You were given this coin, this money, which was a lot of money, and you buried it. You protected it. You didn't grow. You didn't spread it at all. You just buried it. You did less than the least. So, uh, the parable kind of goes back and teaches that the more you are given, the more responsibility you have to share, and the less you should hoard to yourself. The more you're given, the more you should share, and then the more you will be given in return. Absolutely, and I think about. I love that. Like, you know, we're all like, yeah, I know that. I know that. But I want us, and I, and I don't, you know, like when I go to a church, something when they were like, you, you, I, I don't know why that bothers me. Maybe it's my yoga teaching or a Paiyo teaching because, you know, it's supposed to be, let's place our foot in front. Let's lift our hands. Does anybody, anybody identify with me? Not, you put your foot there. You, butt is sticking out too far. You're, you know, whatever. It's like, let's lift our arms. Let's go down. Let's go up. And it's like, we need to think of, okay, what are these things I have? And like my Bible says, talents. You may have heard that if you grew up in church in the parable of the talents. But what do you have? Ouch. I'm sorry, I don't know how to do this with these shoes. I'm just slipping all over the place. What are you doing with the things that you have? And you have to really get super real with yourself. Because some things I think you probably share with people and you help people with and you really use those. And they have those other things that we kind of hide. Or those things we don't use or those things we bury that we have. 
he's given us these for whatever reason. I believe for his glory and your good and our good. But if we don't use them, make them better, perfect them, they just sit there. And to me, that's like the worst thing ever because I do not want him to say, I gave you this and why did you do nothing with it? And typically we do nothing with it. I have to believe because, oh my gosh, you're Prayers the best, Lisa. Can I put my feet on that too? <laughs> you're the best. Everyone, Lisa! So, so it's like, what are we gonna do with those things and how can I make them better and bigger? And I think immediately what comes in my gut is a little bit of anxiety. I don't want to say fear anymore because like I just have decided you know, to not have fear in my life because fear is not of God, God is love, fear is from someone else. I just want none of that in my life. But it gives me a little bit of anxiety to think about all these things that I don't share or don't do anything with. And I want to share with you the beauty of struggle, the beauty of perseverance, the beauty of like doing what's difficult and what comes from that. And I have one of my most favorite scriptures I want to share with you too. This is Romans 5, 3 through 5. Those of you that know it, you're probably like, I don't know what you're going to say. Um, we should also have glory and hope in our struggles because struggles produce perseverance. Perseverance produces character. Character produces hope and hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts over and over again. Hope is like my word because of all things we do have hope and hope is a choice. And so think about what you're scared about right now or the things you're like, oh, I feel like she's talking to me maybe in this category. It's going to be a struggle. But what did it, did it say that struggle does for us? We become better, bigger, faster, stronger. We have more hope. We have better character, bigger character, perseverance. It's like uh, Michael Hyatt talks about your threshold and growing your threshold. Think about like a, a child's threshold for sitting and watching a movie when they're little. Do y'all remember, remember this? Remember Garrett was like three. Garrett's my baby's nine. I remember the first movie he watched from beginning to end, it was the Polar Express. Um, and he was like three, two and a half, three. And I was like, he did not move once. But up until that time, there's no way we could ever like sit and have like a family movie. Not, well, Polar Express kind of family. It's a great movie. You know, all the board. Okay. Anyway, and so um, I have, like, I know every line from that. Sorry, I keep thinking of lines. But long story short, his threshold now, he can certainly watch multiple movies. I mean, my Lee is such a nerd. I mean, they've done these, they've done Star Wars like battles where they, you know, which three are we gonna watch in a row? And I'm like, I'm dying. Although I love Star Wars. Let me just put that out there. So when Sean said that yesterday, I was like, yes. Yep, I know I'm a nerd. Point is, we can extend our threshold the more we struggle. And it's not so much about struggling, it's about struggling well. Does that resonate with anyone? I mean, don't you think that, I mean, going home and implementing some of this scares the you know what out of me. And this is like my fifth year, fourth year, technically. I wasn't able to come last year. But um, all of that struggle is going to produce something that's far better than anything we can ever experience. And we hide it all, keep it all, and don't step out. Thoughts? Yeah, you're spot on with that. You're spot on with that. Um, I would love to go to Luke 16 then. Let's do it. Yeah. Uh, we have a few. Oh, oh this one's awesome. This one's so, so good. Okay, before we get to the scripture, this is the key verse that I was searching for first. And then the other ones came in. And I think so many of us have been working a really long time. We've been working super hard to make this happen. And for some of us, it hasn't happened how we wanted it or it hasn't got even near to the capacity 
that we want it to get. We want it to get bigger. And why isn't it getting bigger? And what's the deal? Why are we not growing? Doing everything right. Why are we not growing? And I think this scripture says it all. Uh, again from the message Bible, Luke 16, 10 through 13. Jesus went on to make these comments. If you're honest in small things, you'll be honest in big things. If you're a crook in small things, you'll be a crook in big things. If you're not honest in small jobs, who will put you in charge of the store? No worker can serve two bosses who either hate the first and love the second or adore the first and despise the second. You can't serve both God and the bank. And, and the way that I learned about that was through a women's Bible study was, you know, why do we expect this huge, this huge thing to happen for us when we haven't even been good stewards of this small thing? So think about that for a minute. Like, we want these huge things to happen. Well, have we been good stewards? Have we done everything we can possibly do to make this as the best? Have we given our hearts to it? I think about one of the businesses that we have, and it's the business of people. And it's fitness, yes, but it's really the business of people. And, I mean, it's, I have to be honest, it's probably more counseling and, and, and talking off the ledge than telling people how to do a squat right or a push-up right or how to maybe eat right. I mean, because it's that. But the people, I feel that try to make it really fast and to grow up really fast, they miss the point and it never grows. Because the point is to be good stewards of those one, two, three first people that choose to join you or that trust you enough to give you some time and say, okay, fine, help me out here. If we dive into those people, we nourish them, I mean, we love on them and talk to them, that can grow. And for me, that's a very relative example because I know a lot of us do something similar if I'm not going to be good stewards of these guys, why in the world would God give me more? Why would he expand my influence when I'm giving them just like a minute of time here? It's, it's a part of the sacrifice back into if I can be strong with these, then I can grow to more. Yeah. It's kind of like uh, who have you helped grow? Who have you been a steward of? Who, who have you shared this knowledge with? Who have you been pumping up? Instead of focusing on why am I not growing, why is my business not growing, why am I not gaining all this, why, like why, 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 why not me? Why haven't you helped someone else? It's kind of, kind of feeling I'm getting. Well, that is true, and believe it or not, even Shalins even said it up here, but it's like people do really want to know what you're good at. I mean, maybe not like unsolicited advice, like hello, hey you, you told me about your hair, so here's what I'm thinking. I mean, like when someone actually talks to you, yeah, I have people come and talk to me about my hair all the time. I'm like. Actually, a lot of people on Snapchat, they're like, will you just please do your hair more? I'm like, ouch. What, what does that even mean? I mean, what are they, what are they saying? Dwar, Dwar, I don't know if you know Christine Dwar, she messaged me immediately. She goes, well, then what do they say about me? She's always talking about her hair. It's hysterical. If you don't follow her, you should. Funny, funny stuff. But lastly, I just want to share one more thing with you, and it's about being unoffendable. When we are unoffendable, which I know that's not a word, okay? But make it a word, because here's the thing. My goal in life is to be unoffendable because you know who is easily offended? You ready? Those who think of themselves more highly than they ought to. Boom. <laughs> I'll give that a second. But that is scripture like, I would like to, but it's not my mic. Although my, the one in my car, I can drop because that's my mic, yeah. Um, and yes, I do have one in my car. But the point is this, if we can live that life kind of what we're going to share when it's time, really invest in the small things that we have and be unoffendable, just like what Brock was saying, like, why am I getting this? Why am I not getting what? I'm the same as her, you know, or him. Mm. Run your own race. Be responsible for those little things that you've been given. Like, be amazing at whatever those little things are. So if you do fitness, be amazing with those three or four people. Whatever it is, like, you 
crush it. They have everything they need and then see what God does. Because you've been proven worthy and responsible of those small things. So then these other things are going to come about. And the Bible talks about it over and over and over again. Which leads me and Brock to the kind of where we're going to wrap up before we pray. You have a responsibility. We. Let's put our foot in front. Let me put my arms back. Sorry. We have a responsibility. What are we going to do with this information? What are we going to do on Monday night when we go home? Well, women, we obviously know what we have to do Monday night when we go home. We've already texted our husbands about it. And why is he the only one that gets my humor? You know? I, by the way, my husband just said, okay. I expected a long, lengthy message, but nope, just an okay. But we are responsible with what we do moving forward. No one's going to make you do it. Will you be a good steward of this weekend? You already paid for it. Why let that money go to waste? And why let these friendships and relationships and connections go to waste? You're here for a reason. There's no accident that you're sitting on the front row with all those guys. There's no accident that Brock and I look so amazing up here in our outfits. There is a reason, and, and I just want you to open your heart to that and say, okay, God, what do you have for me? Show me what it is you want me to hear. And if you're willing, this is what I do when I hear every single speaker, regardless of whether they're Christian or not, every personal development book, regardless of whether it's a Christian book or not, I say, God, show me what it is you want me to see. Show me what it is you have for me. It's like, yo, we're never going to remember all those books. But we are going to remember things that just give us enough to get to the next step. I just want to say, first of all, I wanted to read uh, one, one last final verse, just real quick, uh, from 2 Corinthians 9. Uh, what I mean by this is, the one who sows a small number of seeds will also reap a small crop, and the one who sows a generous amount of seeds will also reap a generous crop. It's kind of the, sums it all up what we're talking about today. Um, I feel like oftentimes we ride these highs. We come to weekends like this and we, we feel so empowered. We get to the room last night and we're, we're working until 2 a.m. because we're so fired up about everything we heard yesterday. We get home and we're so fired up. But that high can die down. can die down because we're only one person and we can only hold on to that for so long. But the more we spread the information, share our talents, our grace, and the more we dive into the love that comes from God, the more we can maintain that high. The less it is of just like, you know, runner's high that lasts for a couple hours, or, you know, an event high that might last for a couple days, but it'll last, last for a lifetime. It'll last for this entire season of your life. Um, I think that comes from realizing that this is bigger than any one of us. There's, there's a reason why we're all in this room together right now. It's bigger than any just one of us. Um, and so when we recognize that, when we recognize our Heavenly Father, uh, it's, a, it's, a nice, it's a nice high that lasts for a long time. And it <laughs> means so much more. It's going to last long term. I'd love to pray for us if that's okay. Um, and I want to do something too if you, would be, if you would let me. Will you put your phones down and your pens down? Will you sit up? And I promise you I don't do anything weird. I swear. <laughs> if I write you kind of like, what is she going to make us do all I'm going to do is help you relax, and then I'm going to pray for us. All right? So close your eyes if you wouldn't mind. I would love for you to take your shoulders, roll them up, back, and down. Do it one more time. Take your shoulders slowly, roll them up, back, and down. Now keep your eyes closed and take a deep breath in through your nose. And then just gently exhale out your mouth. Now this time I want you to inhale for four counts and exhale eight. So inhale four, three, two, one. Hold it one second. Now exhale eight, 
seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Keep your eyes closed, and if you're willing, will you take your hands from the clench that you have and just turn your palm up? It could be right on the desk or on your lap. Dear Heavenly Father God, oh, I love you so much. You are the coolest. I just am so thankful that you allowed Brock and I to be good stewards and to have this opportunity. Lord, I praise you for who you are. I praise you for what you've done in the Johnson family over the last 10 years in their business. The amazing people, Lord God, that you have drawn together that Shalene not only teaches, but shares hope and truth and intelligence with. Lord, these are different people. You have made them so unique, so bright. They shine in a different way from other events, Lord God, and I believe that they're drawn to your light, whether they know it or not. And I lift them up to you, lift everyone at this event up, whether they're here or not, Jesus, and I just pray that you would show them what it is that they need to see this weekend. Show them with each speaker that nugget or that paragraph or just that, those few words that they need to see, they need to hear, and I pray that you would help them be good stewards of the information. It's not only the academy, Lord God, but that they're gonna get here. They're gonna get so much more of a real life touch here, Lord God, and I just ask that you would show them exactly the direction that they need to go. I know, Lord God, you say you will be a lamp into our feet and a light into our path. You don't say you're gonna give us the whole map. You don't tell us you're gonna give us everything the Google Docs or maps say. You don't, you just say, I'm gonna give you enough for a day or two. I'm gonna give you enough so that you have to keep coming back to you. Lord, and I want that. I just thank you for this time. I thank you for Brett and Shalene. I just lift them up to you. I pray that you will empower them and continue to not only grow amazing speakers, but Lord God, that you would grow our territories and our influence so that we can live out our purpose, that we can own our purpose and love what we do for your glory and our good. I ask all this in your name and I ask that today be amazing, God. It's in your wonderful name I pray. Amen. for being here. Listen, today's going to be amazing. I heard a rumor, though, and I think this is really important I share right now, that those people that aren't VIP, there is a possibility with maybe a little movement, they could get an invitation to the dance party tonight. I mean, there might need to be some performance that has to happen, but, I mean, that dance party and that DJ, it's going to be worth it. So I just little, put a little bug in your ear. God told me to. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I just put a little bug in your ear on that one. Thank you for being here, Brock. You did awesome. Give it up for Brock. Thank you, guys. Have a great day.